0: Watch Your Beef podcast. Um, on today's podcast, I've got my laugh, Annie Rose, um, who's also a competitor for Watch Your Beef Barbecue uh, in ABA and then um, under her own name um, in SCA. So, sole competitor in uh, SCA. Um, How you going, Annie? Good. Good. So, this is Film Live at Home. <laughs> so um so I guess we'll get straight into it. How did you get into barbecue? Um
1: I think my first foray into barbecue was actually after um it was after a trip that you went on to the states. Um and you came home, and you couldn't stop telling me about this place you'd eaten amazing barbecue. Um and I think that was probably followed by a trip to meatstock.
0: And then I think it just kind of spiralled out of control from there. Yeah, cool. Um, I guess you were probably, um, more dragged into it originally, uh, just cause I guess for me, I sort of got the original smoker, we got like a little gas huck <laughs> smoker and I used to do some absolute terrible things in that smoker, so just over smoking chicken and brisket and doing all sorts of crap. <laughs> I try, to, I try to forget about those times. <laughs> <laughs> but you persevered. I think that's the most important thing. I think that's the thing about barbecue is persevering through, like, the initial shitness. Absolutely. Of, <laughs> that everyone uh, always goes through. Everyone has that, like, a shit phase in barbecue where you keep convincing yourself that it's good. And then you slowly sort of get to that point where your food actually starts tasting good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so... Outside of competition barbecue, um, you've got a few other interests. Um, what sort of barbecue ventures do you have um, or interests outside of competition barbecue?
1: Um, we actually recently started uh, doing our own catering. Um, so we've been, um, we've been out of a couple of markets. Um, we recently did some catering at Two Bays Gluten-Free Brewery in Germana
0: something different yeah cool so how did you how'd you find that
1: um i really liked it i like doing something different um it's a different different feel to being at competition i mean i love competition but um i love i love catering because i think it means we get to do whatever we want and um i really enjoy that i like i like making stuff that i want to make
0: so just for all the people out there um what sort of food do you like making into, in terms of barbecue? Like, I suppose when most people think of barbecue catering, they think sort of like pulled pork, ribs, brisket, you know, mac and cheese, slaw.
1: Yeah, um, we actually took a step aside from that. Um, we've been working on tacos, um, which has been really fun. i um, just trying to do a bit of a Tex-Mex um, inspired um, thing. So, um, yeah.
0: So, what's on the menu? What, what do you, What's on been on the what you menu in the past? Few? Uh,
1: probably the um the most popular at the moment is lamb adobo. Um, so all our tacos pretty much go with you know usual avocado, cabbage, salsa, pickled onions, and then um, yeah, that one the lamb adobo is made with um, ancho and mulatto chilies. Cool. And, um, it's
0: awesome. So why, why tacos? I mean, why why Tex-Mex?
1: Um, when we went on our honeymoon, we went to America and, um, some good friends of ours, a lot of good friends of ours actually, told us to go to Valentina's, um, in Austin. And, uh, someone actually said to us, if you go there, make sure you leave a second day so you can go back for the breakfast taco, because you'll want to. And they're all right. We did, um, and I think sort of a lot of the inspiration for Tex Mex came from um, from what we tried there because what those guys do is just amazing and delicious, and um, we just wanted to get a bit of a bit of a feel for that.
0: Yeah, like, fair to say, like a Valentina's breakfast taco will literally change your life.
1: Yeah, I dream about it regularly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, what advice would you have for someone wanting to start out in catering?
1: Um, do your research, probably would be my, my best tip. Um, go and check out what kind of um, avenue you want to go down. So, if that's you know, birthdays, weddings, whatever that is, or if you want to go to if you want to do markets, go and check out a few markets, see what other people are doing. Um, If you've got friends in catering, ask them what they do, what do they like about it, what do they wish they'd done differently. Um, Yeah, just really try and feel it out, I think, before you sort of dive in.
0: Yeah, sweet. What sort of excuses would you have for Southeast Water, if uh, you're just asking for a mate wanting to avoid?
1: Uh, Yeah, look, if someone asks, I mean, you know, I maybe say, yeah,
0: I'm just waiting for a guy to get back to me. <laughs> just waiting on a quote. About a quote, yeah. Just waiting on a quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, cool. So I guess lots of people want to start out um, catering. And I guess everyone inevitably goes through the sort of um, pulled pork rolls and brisket rolls um, and sort of the traditional stuff. What sort of... Um, ideas or advice would you say for people if they did want to branch out utilizing barbecue and maybe taking a bit of a different avenue or different direction like what you've taken with that more of a Texas influence?
1: Um, I I think a lot of it's trial and error so if you think you have an idea that you want to do I think just keep keep practicing it try it on all your friends Tell them not to lie to your face about if it's good or not. Um, And sort
0: of, yeah, feel it out from there, I guess. Yeah, cool. Um, So I guess we sort of touched on it before that you're um, a fierce competitor, not only in SCA, but in ABA. What do you enjoy most about competitive barbecue?
1: I think my favourite thing... Apart from, obviously, apart from seeing all the mates and hanging out, is, that's really, that's the best part for me, that's what I love. Um, but I, I especially love watching uh, the growth of the scene. So I actually really love going to a competition and being set up to like a brand new team because the, there's nothing quite like uh, that first comp high. You'll never get it again. And, um, I love seeing a new team that they're like, they have no idea what they're doing, but they don't care because they're excited and they're there to barbecue. And I love that energy. And I love that because the scene is still growing, you're always finding it. Like it's, it's always going to be at a competition. Someone's always going to be a new team. And I think that's, that's really exciting. And it's a nice reminder of, you know, why, why you go to compete is because you, you love it. You love cooking, you love barbecuing. And, um. Yeah, I just think seeing that is always a really good reminder.
0: Yeah, sweet. I think it, I think it was really cool. Like, um, we were next to like the brisket, the brisket club? club. Yeah, and that was their first competition after winning like an amateur comp, and um, being next to them was uh, so awesome. Just because we'd sort of done about seven or eight comps up to about June last year, and we were sort of I don't know, you sort of get on the um it's almost like you're on the competition train you can't get off (laughs) it's like onto the next Yep, onto the next and uh, and you sort of go oh yep cool next comp and then to see people so excited just to be there and to hang out you're like oh yeah barbecue was really fun i think it's really
1: refreshing
0: (laughs) it's a great way to spend all our money but it's also (laughs) a really good way to like you know um yeah it's just really refreshing to be next to like the new team Um, so what's your favourite achievement in barbecue? Um,
1: I think as a, as a team, um, as a team, was probably, probably the lamb trophy that we won in broke, and I think that's also just because it's a goddamn long way. It's a long, it was a big, big drive. it was a huge trip. Um, and I think sometimes when you go so far for competitions, you know, like, it's nice to feel like you've, you've grabbed something and it's really made the trip worth it. Um, I think that was pretty awesome, I really enjoyed that. Um, for me personally, um, I was probably m- most proud of, um, my SCA at Hazy Days, um, which got a first place for Mystery Box category um and um yeah it was i was pretty proud of it considering that i was definitely hungover. so it was a solid effort
0: yeah it was a fair friday night party <laughs> the night before i ended as that was uh that was a good one to kick start the year um so what sort of pits are you using so obviously you compete in sca but then you also compete uh in aba um so maybe just run us through what uh, are your weapons of choice for SCA, And then we'll move on to ABA. Uh,
1: yeah, for SCA, um I just cook on a GA, WebA GA, and um, just whack some grill Rates on there and get the job done. Um, you'll often see me at competition with like 700 appliances from my kitchen as well. <laughs> it's like a blender, food
0: processor. <laughs> food processor has made
1: a few appearances, I gotta say. You love that thing. <laughs>
0: Next you be a milkshake maker. There's hey, always a well, jaffle machine. Down. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Are you a little bit envious of uh, Shane Harris's red PK? I mean, like your GA is cool and all, but that red Raz. I
1: man, mean,
0: not red Raz. That red PK is pretty rad.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sick. But it's you know it's you can't carry it around in your hand as easily. And I, I like the convenience of the GA. How would
0: you feel if Webber made or had a GA in that red?
1: Oh, I would, would buy. Take my money. It's
0: a pretty, pretty great red. Yeah. Um, um, cool. Tell us about what, what you use for uh, um, ABA.
1: Um, for ABA, we cook on a couple of drums um, and a GMG.
0: Benland Specials.
1: Benland Specials um yeah the drums are and um yeah that's what's cruising at the moment
0: two drums and what
1: two drums and a gmg
0: gmg what do you like about the gmg what do you f-
1: at first i wasn't i wasn't about it i actually just let you toy around with it for a long time and i was like yeah you'll you'll figure it out it'll be cool um and then once i had to actually use it <laughs> myself a couple of times Um, had to get the hang of it, but, um, I'm a big fan of a a pellet grill, personally. I like the, uh, I want to say set and forget element. I mean, it's, I guess it is, but, um, it's, it's really efficient and it's, it's smooth. Gets the job done.
0: Put some, put out some good queue.
1: Yeah, it has.
0: It does a really good slow cooked pizza.
1: It does, but only if you start it like seven days beforehand. (laughs) <laughs> for like true efficiency.
0: No, it's a pretty sick kit. And it then, is. and all the um all the attachments on it are pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um what what's your favourite pit to cook on? Is it the GMG? Um
1: it depends what it's for. Depends what it's for. Like if it's steak night at home. It's a very
0: diplomatic answer you're giving. Yeah,
1: us. if it's steak night at home, it's on the G A definitely uh, if it's camping it's a red Raz, which I refuse to give up um, and then yeah if it's something longer either on the I, I, I like the GMG we do use it a lot
0: yeah GMG solid pit um, so um, you sort of talked about broke before and how it's a long way to get to broke um, you've been at quite a lot of comps in the last 18 months. What's your favorite comp that you've been to?
1: Um, probably Kangaroo Valley.
0: And why? Why did you like Kangaroo Valley so much?
1: Um, because
0: we didn't do well. We we didn't did. do well.
1: I mean, I did. <laughs> um, no, I really liked Kangaroo Valley. I really, I like the area it's in. Actually, it's just a really beautiful place. Um, and I like the way the festival runs. Like, I mean. I don't know about you, but any festival that's got, like, mole races and pig races is pretty sick. Um, it's got plenty of beer.
0: Beers um, just... are a definite highlight.
1: Oh, and of course, it had a Devon competition too, can't forget that, so, um, I just like the atmosphere of it. It's just a good time.
0: Yeah, I I never tried Devon before until I got to that comp, and I'm more than happy to wait till I get to Kangaroo <laughs> Valley next comp. <laughs> to to try it again, but I will work on my Devon hand in, because uh, we we put in a pretty lacklustre Devon hand in, just because we didn't really know what it was. <laughs> have you
1: got Have you got some ideas for this year? Uh,
0: there's a few, a few up my sleeve, but I'm just gonna maybe research a little bit more on Devon and that. So I, I wasn't privy to Devon growing up, so.
1: What.
0: A- I guess um, Kangaroo Valley, even just like the paddocks and all that that you're situated on, there's so much space and you're on grass and lots of space to spread out, which is kind of nice. So, all right, so we spoke a little bit before about SCA and SCA ancillary seemed to be something that um, you're really interested in and you compete um, in very, very, very regularly. So, the ancillary is a a little bit of a hot topic at the moment with so many events have new categories being created. What has been your favourite ancillary category to cook and what is the category you most want to see created?
1: Um, Is it Yabby? (laughs) Yabby has to be.
0: 2020 is the year of the Yabby. The year
1: of the Yabby. That's true. Like,
0: promoters that are listening to this make a Yabby happen. Make
1: it happen, because it will make so many people so happy. Like, Most just have a dog. box where people <laughs> just
0: go in, and they get it like a stake. They get the token. They you
1: choose your own Yabby? Of course, yeah,
0: and you get six. Amazing. So, you get the token, and then you go in there, and then you line up, and then obviously, for like, number one token all the way to the end. And then, exactly the same, have a snake system, to, and you pick three yabbies, and then you go to the back of the line, and then you pick three more. Could um, it work? I think it could.
1: I mean, I think if you're willing and able, it could work. It's not impossible.
0: Just an idea, just a thought. Um, but yeah, what, what uh, is your favourite ancillary to cook?
1: Um, probably my favourite one last year was the breakfast category actually um that was at fat drip and some of the stuff people came up with was wild and awesome um and i think it was just cool to have something different i just really liked it as a category.
0: it's kind of nice you know what's kind of cool though is when it's like a broad category and then heaps of people can put their own spin on it.
1: I think it allows for a lot of interpretation, like the broader the category is. I mean, I think at the same time you don't want to go too broad, um, but I think, you know, with something like breakfast you get, you know, your sweet options, your savoury options, your things that are maybe brunch, things that are definitely not breakfast but look like they are, or, you know, all, all kinds of things.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I think the thing about SEA is... In some ways there are no rules you're only limited by your imagination oh yeah And what you can do yeah um so what's been your favorite um uh what i guess what's the category you most want to see in the future for 2020 apart from Yabby? um Ooh.
1: breakfast come around again because i really liked it and i want to i think there's more to it um i know some people are really keen on the soup category
0: <laughs> i am all about the soup category that one is so open to interpretation i am i'm I could, all about the soup on, category i could
1: get on board with a soup category um but even something like you know something weird like do something weird like you know Vegan dishes. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're a promoter listening to this, do not do a vegan category. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I. Me personally, I think soup, soup or yabbies. That's got a or open mollusk. I feel <laughs> open. Open mollusk is open enough to interpretation. People could
1: you just need any excuse to do yabbies, right?
0: Open mollusk. Then it doesn't have to be yabbies. It can be any mollusk. That's me. Um so I guess um part of being or competing regularly, it's kinda nice to have a bit of banter between teams. Um just a little bit of fun banter. Just sort of especially teams that you regularly compete against. Do you have any rivalries in the SCA or ABA? <laughs> like just fun banter or it could be more serious
1: probably my favorite fun banter rivalry is um is our good mates from Forest Lump. um I love them you, they're all great um but we often find that when competing that we do uh, land quite close to each other so it's a little bit of a joke between us to see who does better so um as far as real full on legit rivalries go, no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: What are your barbecue or who are your barbecue influences?
1: Ooh. Um I mean I personally love seeing chicken barbecue. I think it's awesome. Um I know that you're making it your goal in life to meet all of my barbecue idols without me. You're two for two so far. So you met Jess Priles and you met Daniel Bennett from DVQ without me. But I'm not mad about it. Um, they're probably two, two big ones for me.
0: Cool. They're two pretty good uh, influences to have. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, my next question was, there are a lot of badass female competitors in Australia. What advice would you have for women who want to take the next step into competing in SCA or ABA
1: um I guess similar to catering like come check it out if you're interested in it and that goes for anyone actually um you know if it's something you're interested in go to a a competition um go and see what it's all about go and talk to the teams like I've, I've never really seen something quite like barbecue where people are so happy to talk to uh people who don't know about it you know like I find a lot of the time we're at competitions and um, punters are just hanging around and they come up and they have all kinds of questions about, you know, oh, I've been cooking on this smoker and it's, you know, it's doing this or this isn't happening and I don't know why or, you know, can you tell me more about it or what's this pit that you're using, what does it do, like, um, and I, I love seeing people in the community because they, they're always willing to help someone out because everybody wants to grow the scene. Um, so yeah, I think definitely just get involved, come to a competition, do some judging, um, see what that's like, learn about how things, you know, should taste or look or what other people are doing and then just, just keep doing it, just keep trying it, keep cooking at home and see how it goes and then just sign up for a competition. Like if there's something, um, if there's a, you know, something like a a rookie competition going then
0: it out for a weekend. See what happens. Cool. All right. So everyone has their playlist at comp Like if you're Hannibal injectors, it's death metal <laughs> and rammstein at all hours of the day or morning. Um, but every team's got their own playlist. Um, what is your ultimate song that must be on every barbecue playlist?
1: Oh, I think. I think. For me, um, I would probably have to say I would probably say "Praise the Lord" by ASAP Rocky because it's my parsley cutting song, and uh, that's that's how the parsley gets done.
0: Just on repeat. Just on repeat. Five, you have to, you just five boxes just, just pound yeah, it out. You
1: just gotta you know bop around a bit while it's happening. Just smash it out.
0: Throw parsley at each other. Get wild.
1: Yeah. Just the right <laughs> amount of wildness. (laughs)
0: Not too much. Um, So, um, do you have any advice to any teams starting out in barbecue? What would be advice that you would want to know if you were a brand new team starting at your first comp?
1: Uh, The learning curve of the first comp is the most extreme. So, after your first comp, you'll suddenly just have a wealth of information that you didn't have before you will just see things that you'll be like oh my god i can't believe this is how people do things and this is what they travel with or how they set themselves up or it's just it's eye-opening
0: cool any particular advice any particular tip
1: time just
0: bring a smoker yeah
1: it's probably a good one bring your meat. Uh, you know
0: bring a marquee
1: <laughs> bring a decent monkey bring
0: him b- just a- in case there's a hurricane <laughs> your marquee survived at your first comp didn't it barely did better than boomers
1: yeah well, that's not hard <laughs> that was a that was a marquee great yeah
0: Meat, meat, meet 2018 at uh, least we forget
1: yeah rip marquees
0: <laughs> alright one final question before we hit the dusty trail what is your most outrageous barbecue headline for 2020 we've had a few from different people with uh Jai's most outrageous barbecue headline we're seeing Barry smile
1: uh I think Ooh. Uh, I'd like to go with um 2020, Dominic Stevens taking out the Open Mollusks Championship.
0: You heard it here first. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And i will catch you in the next week. i um, got meat stock uh, stuff happening next week, so stay tuned for more podcasts um yeah if you got any feedback hit us up on facebook or um alternatively instagram if you're that way inclined um but outside of that um, thanks for listening